Hi, and welcome back to Coffee and Calacas. I'm your host, Jill. If you're new to this podcast, I want to welcome you and let you know that this is a weekly podcast where we sit around the coffee table, drink coffee, in this case, cold brew, um, and we discuss stories of the supernatural, mysticism, and what lies in the beyond. Um, sometimes we go a little off topic and discuss stuff that relates to the supernatural. Um, but in this case, we will be discussing the supernatural this week. And if you are into, into that and you want to support this podcast, visit us at galakaspod.com and you can find links to all our social media. Thank you and I hope you enjoy the show. Okay, so for this week, we are discussing the legend of La Llorona. So for anyone who is familiar with the legend, or if you've seen the movie, um, more than likely you have seen the movie. Um, it came out, I think, 2019, maybe 2020. I'm not even sure. Probably 2019. Um, 2020 was just, you know, bad year for movies. Um, so, okay, so if you've seen the, the, the movie La Llorona, you have an idea of who La Llorona is. But if you've never seen it, great, good. You know, and if you have seen the movie, you know what? Forget about it. Anything you saw is just, it's complete, complete and utter bullshit to me, you know. Movie just didn't feel like it stayed true to the roots. So over centuries, um, children have been told to knock near the water. Whether it comes from the Japanese Kappa demon you know, which hunkers for cucumbers and for human organs or to the hideous frogmen of Slavic folklore, which is known locally as the Vodjanoi. Um, anyways, so danger has always lurked for any child who has, you know, dared get close to the water. Um, and in Latin America, it is no different. You know, you have um, warnings to stay close to your parents and stay close to home. Because of La Llorona. Okay. So you, if you do not know Spanish, La Llorona translates to the weeping woman. You know, the crying woman. Um, so if you know the story, it basically goes that, um, well, well, who is she? Okay. Let's see. Um, well, it's a complicated story. It, it's been passed down for years to years, you know. But um, with I guess with with each uh, passing, it it changes a little bit. Um, she goes from being a well, she's always a mother. First and foremost, she's always a mother. She's a mother, and she's ultimately a murderer, and then a monster. Okay, so if you remember from last week's episode, um, we discussed the Kiwata. I'm not gonna bother pronouncing it. I've had a couple of these spike cold brews, so. Um, I don't think I'm going to be able to pronounce it very well right now. Um, close enough. It's close enough. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, if you go back to last week's episode, um, and in, and I, and I let you know that, um, the Aztec legend for that particular, you know, creature demon, um, relates to La Llorona. So she basically gathers up, she goes to the, to, um, crossroads and gathers up, you know, kids, picks up kids, takes your man, takes your children, you know, and everything. Um, so 
not that the Loyoran is trying to take your man. Maybe she is, you know. Um, but for sure, she's trying to take your kids. So, um, La Llorona is a mother. And in the stories I've heard, um, her name is Maria, And she was a mom of two kids. And she was married. Or she, yeah, she was married to, to, this, uh, to this man. And eventually, the man leaves her for a very wealthy woman. And he doesn't want anything to do with her and the kids. Um, though he loved the kids, you know, he, he's like, no, that was my old life. Um, I'm moving on to this woman and she's wealthy and she's, you know, of noble blood and I can't be seen with peasants. So he dropped her, you know, and I mean, Hey, that's, that's not cool, dude. Um, so anyways, um, Maria gets upset and, um, she grabs her kids, takes them to the river and she drowns them. Okay. Um, I guess she started to feel guilt and she ends up committing suicide, jumps into the river to drowns, gets to the kingdom of heaven, and she's told she can't enter without her kids. So she goes, they send her back. She's they're like, you know, go back and look for your kids, girl. So she goes back, um, and she's searching for her kids, and that's why you hear her crying, you know, and she's always, you know, llorando, uh, mis niños, mis niños. And I'm like, girl. They're gone, man. They're gone. Se la llevó la corriente. You know? Yeah, ya se fueron. Ultimately, I think believe I do believe in some of the stories. Um, the kids do enter um the kingdom of heaven because they were innocent when it happened. So they get a freebie, they get a pass. Um, they they get to go into heaven, but you know, she doesn't go in because she killed them and she committed suicide. So it's messed up, man. You know, poor, poor lady, poor Maria, you know, mucho. I mean, her man leaves her, you know, she kills her kids and then she can't go to heaven. Like, damn, that's some tough stuff. So, um, in, in cultures, I mean, different Hispanic cultures, Mexican cultures, you know, different from family to family, it, it varies um who she is you know really um why she is the way she is in some in some uh renditions of the story you know she is someone who um got pregnant and she wasn't ready to be tied down so she drowned the kids because she was like you know I want to go live my best life but you know um she can't she can't live her best life and she ends up you know just roaming the world trying to snatch up a kid so as a kid growing up I remember my grandma, you know, mom, you know, dad, whoever, they would talk about La Llorona saying, oh, yeah, yes, ya está oscuro, you know, vete para adentro porque si no, ahí está La Llorona. Thing is, in my neighborhood, um, it's in the historical part of, uh, I mean, what part of Brownsville isn't historical, um, but it's more in the downtown area. So, yeah, like you, you, um, stuff happens, man. I mean, I'm not saying that I've seen La Llorona because I myself have never seen La Llorona, but, you know, um, someone has. Someone has seen her. Not me, though. Not me. Um, I remember one of one of my tios, um, I didn't hear the story directly from him. This came down from, I think, my, my mom or my grandma. They mentioned it to me. Um, I'm not sure if he saw the La Llorona or, yeah, I think it was him, yeah. Um, the way it was told was, he gets home from work, gets home, and uh, he hears, like, a ruckus outside. 
goes outside and and you know pause there let me just say that la llorona is always depicted as a woman in white coming after your kids okay you know so yes go back yeah so he goes and he sees um la llorona walking behind the house you know a woman dressed in white he tries to follow who this person is because he, he thought it was you know a little suspicious that wiser woman in white walking by there right so he tries to follow her um and and i not necessarily do i live next to the river but um the river's close by my house okay the river is close by my house and there is a, a sort of like a it's not a saka but it, there's like a little creek a little pond close by too so la llorona travels bodies of water because she's searching for her kids usually a river okay usually she's near the river and like i said i live near the river okay N not directly on the river but close by enough that you know it's within walking distance okay so she's traveling up and down you know looking for the river or looking for her kids right and um i mean okay so if you know anything about geography you know that the river doesn't always stay in the same course you know rivers change you know course the waterways change you know they they do change courses so is it possible that maybe the river crossed around my house at one point and that is why you know she can be easily seen around my neighborhood and that's why my tío had seen her and then going to the temple with time um the river shifted course somewhat and moved más allá you know and because like i said it's within walking distance it's not far off a good you know three minute walk five minute walk and you're next to the river so let's put it back this way you know he sees the he sees the he sees her and starts following her not like right behind her but at a good distance enough that you know he can keep an eye on her and all of a sudden the bitch disappears she just poofed and he was stunned by that he was shook I mean, wouldn't you be? I mean, I know I probably would be. Stuff happens and leaves you a little shook, but if you just see something disappear in front of you, let's be honest, you're going to be a little taken back by that. So anyways, yeah, he um, saw her disappear. I believe he goes and tells his wife. His wife's like, hi, estás loco? Like, you know, estás en locosas or Maybe she believed him. I can't honestly. I don't know exactly what happened. The conversation happened between the two of them. Nonetheless, you know, they. My tia tells my grandma, tells my mom. You know, esto pasó, right? And I mean, other stuff has happened. And um, I, I, I've, I've mentioned before. You know, other things have happened um in my neighborhood, and stuff happens freaking enough that I, I could have an a an, uh, a story for for each episode. You know, think things play out differently here. Um, so yeah, you know, he sees something and, and he, he, he believed it was La Llorona, you know, and I'm not saying it wasn't, I mean, it could, for, for all we know, it could have been La Llorona. Um, I mean, why not? Right. So anyways, um, you know, it, it's a story that's told to kids to keep them in line, to keep them from, you know, um, wandering away from the house too late in the dark. Um, how true is it? I, I don't know how true it is. You know, there hasn't actually been like a, you know, um, something in writing saying, okay, this did happen. 
this is why the story gets told, you know, from generation to generation. I mean, it's possible. I have mentioned that, you know, usually with legends like this, there's a kernel of truth behind each and every, you know, legend and folklore. Um, it's not something that's just, you know, comes out of someone's hat and, you know, hey, I, I came up with this. Something has to, you know, it it pulls it up and it, you know, it forms, you know, from a little bit of a kernel of truth, you know, that's all it takes, a kernel of truth. So is it possible that maybe something like this happened and, you know, um, as a way um, to, you know, I guess keep people in line, it gets told that if you drown your kids, you're going to, you know, suffer the rest of your life roaming the earth looking for them. Or if you get, you step a toe out of line, you know, this is what, what plays out, you know, you keep your, your house lights in line, you keep your kids in line. Because if you're a kid at the age of six, seven, you know, and they're telling you, Mijo, si sales pa fuera, te la lleva la llorona. You know, if if you go outside, you know, the la llorona is going to take you. It's 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 scary. You know, I'm not saying that, oh my God, you're going to pee your pants scary. But, you know, you it has that creep value. And you think, well, why? You know, will it actually take me? And, you know, you, you, you step, you know, in line a little bit more. And you're not as likely to wander off from home late at night. Especially if you live near the water, you know. Um, and if you're from Bronzeville, there's a bunch of resacas por donde quiera. So yeah, you're more than likely to stay within line and not wander off. Um, and I remember my dad would tell me as a kid, you know, when he was a kid that um was it Adian Travieso, he was always misbehaving, you know, and his mom and dad would constantly like tell him, you know, ya Juanito, ya pasivote, you know, like, you know, like settle down and you know, don't don't mess around. And to my dad, it you know, no big deal. And Celestia Fancy las cosas and you know, he ended up getting, you know, hurt and spanked and things, things that happened. And, you know, he'd end up getting the consequences for it, you know? Um, and he said, yeah, like he, he lived like close to, to, uh, Arisaka. and his parents or his mom, I think, um, maybe his dad, I, I want to say it was more his mom would tell him, you know, you need to be back by a certain hour because this is the Valle Valle And I remember this one time he said that he, he had been out late at one of his friends, house and, um, and he still had to walk back home, you know, um, and just the idea of having to walk back home at night, you know, he said that he was scared because he's like, you know, aunque me portaba mal, you know, even though he would misbehave, he did have some kind of, you know, like belief in La Llorona and he was afraid that La Llorona was going to take him. So he said that, you know, he kept hearing like a noise and he started just like, you know, booking and he was running home and like, you know, and his mom's like, ¿Qué te pasa? And he's just like, oh, no, I was just trying to get home before it got even darker. And she's like, no, that went on, right? But it, it shows you, you know, sometimes that little fear, you know, sparks something in a, a child who doesn't behave and think, hey, maybe I should settle down because, you know, maybe my mom is right. Maybe si me vaya la, la llorona. I mean, I remember my grandma would tell me, you know, um, when I would misbehave, like, you know, as a kid, Sometimes you get a little out of hand, you get a little, you know, um, loud. And I think one time I like threw a bot or something like that and she got mad and she was like, Hi, no me levantes la mano porque se te va a sacar la mano. You know, if you hit me or something, your hand's going to dry up. And I was so afraid my hand was going to dry up. And I would like look at my hands every day and, you know, it's a sign of respect. You know, I would respect her, you know, and I think at that time I was just messing around and I just got a little out of hand, you know, but yeah, I respected my grandma respect respect all my elders 
But, you know, as a kid, when you get told something like that, it's like, oh, let me take a step back and think about that. Let me process that. And that's what La Llorona is. It's a, it's a way for kids to pause and reflect, you know, what will happen if I step out of, you know, line? You know, what are the consequences of me disobeying my mom and dad and coming home past, you know, uh, 7.30, past 8, you know, past dark? You know, will I actually get taken by La Llorona? Will something else happen? You know, what 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 will happen to me? You know, and as I said, you know, the, the La Llorona movie, um, I, I, I didn't like it. I watched it um, once, I think maybe twice. I, I don't know. I, I know I've watched it. Um, it wasn't bad, but it just wasn't good. It, it lacked a lot of um, the integrity of what the original story should entail. I mean, I understand they want to kind of like uh, modernize it somewhat, bring it into the closer to a to more modern day era than keeping it in, in the past. Um, but just the way they brought it out, you know, her coming to the actual house and haunting you there just, just didn't fit with the, with the actual vibe of the story, which, which I didn't like. Um, yeah. So, um, that's kind of what happened. Um, I mean, that's like a runner for you. Um, take it as it is, you know, it's a story that, you know, we, that does get told from generation to generation to kids. Um, I mean, I remember hearing it as a kid, and, and I and I know kids do hear about it today. I've, I've heard of the kids, you know, when I'm out of the store and stuff, and like I've heard kids talk about it with their parents and stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, you know, see, see, pasa, you know, it's it, you know, they tell you from from place to place, and um, and and there's more to it, you know. Like I tell you, all, all these things are kind of connected. Um, this connects back to last week's episode. Um. And, I mean, go ahead and listen to that episode if you haven't listened to it yet. And, um, you know, try to piece them together. And you tell me how you see it. You know, does it kind of add up where, yeah, you know, La Llorona was someone who was abused by her family or her husband, you know, kind of, uh, you know, told off, told that she wasn't loved no more. So she gets depressed, goes and takes it on her kids. And, you know, this happens. Um, But, yeah, um that's it that's what i have this week for you um if you like this episode go ahead and like and subscribe comment down below um if you haven't yet go check out galakaspod.com um there's links to all our social media there we have an instagram we have a patreon we have a tiktok um sorry about the tiktok you know content i mean i'm working on it okay um i do post a little bit more on instagram i'm trying to to post more on facebook but um the whole algorithm for Facebook is kind of off right now. So I'm still trying to like figure it out, but yeah, like, and subscribe, um, support this channel. Um, we do have a Spotify. So if you're listening to this on Spotify, awesome. Thank you. You know, really appreciate that. If you don't listen to this on Spotify, you listen to this on YouTube, um, check us out on Spotify, um, and support this channel any way you can. If you can join us on Patreon, I really appreciate it. Um, and a little bit of a contribution from you guys really helps a lot in keeping this channel alive and going um let me know what you think what you like what you want to hear for next week in future episodes and stuff and uh again thank you so much i really appreciate you guys and remember life begins after coffee thanks